Hello, hello. <clears throat> oh my goodness. I should have had my coffee. How you guys doing? Peasant chat. That's right. We're talking to poor people today. We're talking about what is happening with the new Malays era vehicles that Ford is going to start putting out. What is the Malays era? Well, just look it up. Type in on Google Malays era vehicles. <clears throat> Bigger, underpowered, gimmicky. Like they had pretty much um, silly little things that didn't need to be on a car because let's say for instance you owned a late 60s or early 70s mustang it was maybe it had power windows maybe it had intermittent wipers but that's about it when it comes to gimmick because you could have optioned them out to have a big motor you could option them out to have a four speed you could have optioned them out to actually have performance but the new cars they're gimmicky they have the tablets they have this and this and that they're heavier and they did not make more horsepower than the previous generation <clears throat> not since 93 or 92 did a Mustang get introduced that made less horsepower than the previous generation. Actually, if you want to go way, way, way back, not since 74 did a Mustang get introduced that didn't make more horsepower than the previous generation. But that was the gas crisis, which we're kind of in now. But my issue is the price and what you get for the price a dark horse after markup is a hundred thousand dollar vehicle a gt after markup is a 50 to sixty thousand dollar vehicle after the markup and the dealership gets their hands on it so today we're going to compare <clears throat> excuse me today we're going to compare that to current vehicles that are out there what can you afford today for seventy thousand or a hundred thousand dollars that not only is it tunable, but it is a better vehicle to grow with than the new generation of Mustang. I think the new generation of Mustang was geared towards Gen Z and maybe late boomers that like gimmicky, big, comfortable cars with no additional horsepower, even though you guys heard about the dual throttle body, the dual cold air. Well, it has two of them, so it must make more horsepower. Then people go out there and run a 12.3 in the quarter mile. Then people put it on the dyno, and it does not make 430 or 440 rear wheel horsepower on a regular GT like mine did. Back 2018 to 2023 is apparently the last hurrah, and I'm blown away that people are hyping this thing up big time. You can see the hype machine going, the online uh, media outlets, the Parts companies that are, they have to sell products. Like the parts companies absolutely have to sell products. And then people are saying, but Alex, what about tuning? Doesn't matter, can't tune them. So I don't give two shits about tuning because it is not indexed yet. Same as when the F-150 came out. When it gets indexed, sure, we'll tune it. We might look like heroes because power will come back, but it will not be the massive, uh, let's just say, um, fandom around 2015 to all the way to 2023 when you can run eights the car weight under 3800 pounds those days are over the malaise era is back before we get into that too much have mr bill o'reilly say hello we'll do it live okay we'll do it live fuck it <laughs> do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks that's right we all know it sucks right here it sucks yeah two auto solutions Rami's on two auto solutions down in puerto rico building shit has 800 motors to build 510 business to build welcome to working on other people's crap and waiting for parts two auto solutions 
Race Motive had an event yesterday. They uh, had a couple of Hellcats, a couple of um, uh, Mustangs, Luntoon Mustangs, you know, doing roll racing stuff. Uh, check them out, Race Motive. Dean Hap Performance, DeanHapPerformance.com. He's out there training. He's in a camp making sure that he can beat the crap out of the competitors. That's right, Dean Hap Performance, the online parts house for the channel. Parts Farm, PartsFarm.com. I hit him up. I need some parts. I'm going to do some R&D on the GT500. And uh, even he has trouble keeping parts in stock. So if you need odd shit, hit him up ASAP. Parts Farm. Conformance, Conformance.com. Conformance. Ultimate Header. UltimateHeader.com. Ultimate Header on Instagram. PMAS. Nick James and PMAS. Send me a PMAS 149. Thank you so much. Calmer Transmission. CalmerTransmission.com. Calmer Transmission on Instagram. Let's say hi to the people. We're going to show you a couple of vehicles you can buy right now that are better buy than the new Mustang, and we'll get after it. We got D-Rock Fox, The Wolf, and Naldo said hello. I'm hung so low. Anthony, D-Rock Fox, Monty 540. Brian Harper. JD Swag, Monty 540 again. Brian 03 Cobra. Travis Minibike again. Coyote Kelly. Douche did it. TJ Sikorsky. Nuxo. 305RS3. Rocco Zioli. Cluster VM. Tuan Legend. Dixon. Dustin Garrison. Donkey Mac. Justin Bales. Boost Willis. Chris Anderson. Torkin Beans. Richard Whedon. Bryson Witt. One of the mods. Kenneth Phillips. It's oh man. Mike the Tech says Buenos Diaz. Raza. Raza. Kenneth Phillips says how many times before, how many minutes in before he talked about the 24 on a drag setup for 401 horsepower. Savar Martin or Whipple, 5-0. Smiles, Alfredo Diaz, Matt Class, Kenneth Phillips, Nicholas Mangioni. Someone paid 90 k for a dark horse last week and is washing it this Labor Day weekend thinking to themselves, what the fuck have I done? Nick G, you guys don't have to buy it. If you allocated a dark horse and are starting to see those horsepower numbers, do not pick it up. Just like the dealership is not obligated to... Stick within the price range. You are not obligated to buy it. Give me my deposit back. I don't want it. The bitch is a dud. Ken Phillips, Matt Oliver, uh, SCT50, Javier, Car- Javier Carlos. Two first names? Your parents, like, named you two first names? Alex Viejo, Jay Bush, uh, Glassroom, it's a sick Alejandro Alejandro. Uh, Chris Topher, Nanny, T-Top-GT, Half-Bolted on, Caleb Lambert, Joe Jackson, Eddie Winslow, Adam Admiral Peck, Mod Stewart, Great Ghost, Evan Smith, Admiral Peck again, Ken McAllister, Grassroot, Glassroot, Coyote, Abdullah Al-Abbas, the Admiral Peck, Brian Harper, Jesus Christ, Admiral Peck, you have any, your Twitter fingers are off off the chain. Freedom Rider, Matt Class, Bronco, Alex Viejo, Abdullah, Mango, Brain, and 508, Josh. What can you buy today that is, let's talk about the GT, just the regular ass GT. 50, 60, maybe $70,000 for a new 24 fully loaded GT after markup. What does that buy you, let's say, with vehicles that are brand new? What other vehicle, brand new, zero miles, can you buy today that is tunable, able to be modded, quicker than the 24 GT out the box? And again, I'm not not riding. I am just literally showing you a comparison. Would you go buy yourself a 4,100-pound or 4,000-pound, 402.5-horsepower GT? Or would you buy yourself something like a brand-new ZL1? 2023, ZL1, uh, $70,230. 2023, these are brand-new, zero miles. Brand-new. Okay, people didn't pick them up, whatever. Convertible version, uh, 79, uh, 2020, white one for 73, 71, 
Uh, $78,000, $79,000, $72,000. These are brand freaking new. Zero mile, ZL1, tunable today. You've seen what Alec Bledsoe can do with these cars. You can see what his buddy Dell can do with these cars. These cars, stock blower, cam, tune, eight second cars with the 85 and some meth. And of course, a bunch of other crap. But it is available right now. But no. You want the 24 Mustang. You want the 24 Mustang. You don't care about anything else. 24 Mustang. What about for $100,000? Let's say you're like, eh, dark horse. $100,000. Well, you know what? I think you can get yourself into a 2023 Challenger SRT Hellcat Red Eye Widebody for $87,000. There's not that many Dodges out there, but I just looked it up real quick. And they're in the... I like this blue one, but it's 175. It's crazy. But I found this one, $87,000, whatever. You want to go fast and you don't care what year it is? How about a Dodge Viper? A, not a Mustang GT. A Dodge Viper. You're going to spend about 65 to 79 or 80 for a really nice... Hey, well, I can't get a loan for it. Yes, you can. You absolutely can get a loan for it. If I got a loan for a 2009... ZR1, you can find a credit union if your credit is an absolute ass to get you into a Viper. So, GTs, $70,000 after markup. Dark Horse, $100,000 after markup. But you're going to go ahead and say, I, I, want, I want a bigger, slower, untunable car because I can flip the car on the dash. Now, this is the other issue that Ford is going to have. The Mach-E GT, because we're talking malaise era. The Mach-E GT, you go to the website right now. This is before a dealer touches it. $59,000 for a Mach-E GT, meaning the performance variant. 270 mile range, 3.8 seconds, 0 to 60, seating for 5. Oh, but Tesla goes ahead and drops its nuts on their face. And the Model Y performance is $38,000. But let, forget that $38,000. What they're doing is a gimmicky thing here. So forget the $38,000. The Ford, okay, 59, you add 8,400 to that price, and it's still well under the price of a Mach-E GT. And this is the, you know, 303 mile range, 155 mile an hour, three and a half seconds, zero to 60. Tesla dropped their prices again. And then Tesla went ahead and dropped the price of the Model S Plaid, $80,000. But again, you add $9,000 for the gas savings. So it's still under $90,000. Dark Horse or a 9.4 second Model S Plaid? You tell me what you'd buy. Some people would still buy the Mustang. I'm loyal to Ford. I'm loyal to Mustang. I'm loyal. Being loyal to Ford and Mustang in after 2022 is like being loyal to a spouse that beats you up. Well, maybe he'll change. I don't I don't know. Um I know he loves me, beats the crap out of me, but he still pays the bills on time and you know, he's reliable. But he beats the ever-living daylights out of me. So I'm going to stick around. If you are still supporting Ford after this stuff, you are you're suffering from like battered wife syndrome or battered spouse syndrome or what's the one where Stockholm syndrome where you identify with your captors. Oh, yeah, you know, he did. He did take me away from my family and everything I know, but I, he means well. So 
I haven't fallen into that. Now, parts companies are going to push this stuff down your throat because they have to sell parts. Parts companies have to say, it is amazing. This is an amazing vehicle. Look, Listen to it. Look at it. We dropped it. We put Ford stars on it. We put big, dumb, massive, dumb wheels on it. Put springs in it. It doesn't perform like the previous generation. And you know what? Why not just... Why not just stick to Ford, right? Let's say you want to stick to Ford. You're a Ford fan. The GT500 is under five. It's under $100,000. The 2020 GT500 is under $100,000 right now. So why not get into one of those? They're 10-6 cars out the box. They, with tuning, can be well into the low 10s, high 9s with E85 pulleys and a couple of bolt-ons. Literally a 9-second, 4,000-pound car. With a couple of bolt-ons. So now you have a modelless plaid you can get into for under 90. You have a, a, a red-eye wide-body challenger you can get into for under 90. You can get into a GT500 for under 90, let's say, if it's used. Or let's say under 100 if it's brand new. But you will choose an NA dark horse that makes under 420 rear wheel through an auto. <clears throat> and just about 430, 440 through a manual, which my car made bone stock, the 2019 GT. I'm blown away by that, but it is the malaise era. <clears throat> the competition is gone. Now, um, Dodge supposedly has a new motor coming out, an inline six. Nobody cares. Unless it's unless it's S58, B58 worthy, no one's really going to care about an inline turbo. No one. Because when you look at a Charger or Challenger, you expect that deep, loud rumble, V8, and the whining. Half of the people don't even care what power it makes. They care that it whines. So I'm blown away that people are, you know, considering, oh, what about the inline six, you know, hurricane or whatever the hell it's going to be called that's going to be in the new supposed modular cars that you can swap them to ice. Nobody cares. V8 performance cars is what this channel is about. Now, you can get yourself into a ZR1, used Viper, GT500, Model S Plaid, or a ZL1 Camaro, but nope. You want to clout chase. You think your YouTube channel is going to pop off. Your YouTube channel would pop off if your car blew up more than you trying to make a new GT perform. And I'm blown away that people are still trying to do it. Now, when you look at the algorithm, when you look at people's posts on Dark Horse and GTs, the engagement is trash. Not 60,000, 70,000 views. Nothing like that in the first week or two. 10,000 big channels, channels that have over 100,000, in my opinion, big channels, over 150,000 um, subscribers. To me, it's, it's a good size, it's a very good size channel. Shit, if I had 150,000 uh, followers and let's say 2,000 members, uh, bro, I, I'd be making well into the six figures uh, just on this channel per year. But you see that no one really cares because it is a certified dud. Now, I want to thank someone like a Justin Dugan from American Muscle because he's being straight up. It made less horsepower than the previous generation. We put it on dyno, it made less horsepower. Everyone else is like, well, maybe it had 87 octane from the dealership. Well, we got to break in the motor. and it's a, If you break in the motor, it's not going to add 25 horsepower. If you put 93 octane, it is not going to add 25 horsepower. So when you see guys go to the track, Run 1230s or 1240s in a brand new Mustang 
when Joe Goodenough from VMP back in 2018 ran 11s in drag mode on a bone stock untuned Mustang. That tells you everything you need to know about where Ford is going with their vehicles. Malay's era is back. The last remaining V8 American car is now heavy, fat, gluttonous, and full of tech. And I guess that's what the people want based on the focus groups. It revs on a key fob and it has a drift stick. That's where we're at with performance. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about what would you choose? New GT or slightly used badassery before it all went downhill we'll talk about it we'll say uh, hi to the people here and we'll hang out for a little bit gray ghost says zeal one all day those cars handle brett with pret performance will work magic on them alex does make very good points though can't you get a gt500 for the same price as a dark horse let's go to cars.com and let's type in 2020 and up gt500 we already know gt350s are king 19 to 20 so let's go ahead and look up let's go used fuck it let's go new new ford blow could you imagine going to a dealership there's a gt500 on the lot and you choose the dark horse you went yeah the dark horse forget the forget the supercharged uh gt500 here we go brand new gt500 base let's go check it out so we're on cars.com very generic site nothing crazy so <clears throat> Shelby GT500 base, 138, someone's on crack, MSRP of 104, 2022, GT500, $99,000, this is new, this car does not have miles, they're just leftovers, uh, this guy's on crack, this guy's on crack, this guy's on crack, this guy's on crack, they're, okay, here we go, 22, Shelby GT500 base, 103, a crack, 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 this guy's on crack, they're all on crack, everyone's on crack, so you can find them, another, oh, not price, but there are three on cars.com, New. I'm saying new. This is at a dealership. This isn't used. You can buy them used. Let's go to used. Do, 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 do. Let me see. Uh, let's go used. <clears throat> uh, GT500, what year? Let's go to year. And let's going to go to 2020 is the minimum year to the newest. Uh, okay, here we go. An orange piece of junk. $86,000 for 15,000 miles. $85,000 for 5,000 miles. 18,000 miles. A green, ugly piece of shit for 83. We got uh, another great, a yellow piece of junk for 85. A yellow, who the hell buy? Look at blue, beautiful blue one. Nine, no, 897 miles, 21 base, $98,000. You're telling me these cars are less desirable than a dark horse? This white one is tits, bro. You kidding me? Is this a carbon fiber uh, track pack? Let me see. Da -da 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 -da. It looks like a carbon fiber track pack. I mean, look. Bro, you're telling me a CFTP, pff, I can't say shit with, with this thing in my mouth, CFTP, <laughs> this carbon fiber track pack, fucking beautiful, it beautiful, what is that, velvet, oh, $100,000, but no, dark horse, you, you, I'd get a plaid, 9-4 on the street, 9-4 on the street, sedan, under $90,000, fuck a dark horse, now Ford is going to make people do that, because Ford flopped big time, with their up to, let's just say $70,000, because people say, Alex, it's not $100,000, yes it is, <laughs> if the, you cannot go to Ford.com, build a vehicle, and say, that's the price, 
you and I both know, <clears throat> the moment that gets to a dealership and Ron from sales, <clears throat> excuse me, says, oh, we got to make some money on this deal. Jack it up, 15000 We'll see some sucker-ass hoe comes in here and gets it. You thought you built your car. You're going to Ford. You have a check for 8500 bucks, or let's say a hundred thousand let's say ten thousand bucks. Your credit score is over seven fifty. You got money in the bank. Everything's favorable. Hi, I'm here to pick up the vehicle I ordered. Yeah, there's a um there's a problem. What's the problem, sir? We had to adjust it based on the market. What market? I ordered it at Ford.com. Color. Into, I mean, it's my car. It's one of one, you know, mine, the way I designed it. The stupid stripes, the stupid seats, the stupid wheels, the stupid everything. And now you're telling me that I can't buy this vehicle because there is a market adjustment? Yes. And then you get mad. You, you, you've waited for maybe six, seven months for this car to show up. That's the thing. The dark horse is going to get whatever people are willing to to pay for it if you want to stunt for a year or two and say i have a dark horse because after that it's going to wear off real quick and you're still going to have that payment let's say you put down ten thousand dollars your payment is fifteen hundred bucks or let's just say sixteen hundred bucks depending on your uh, apr because apr went up used car apr went up a whole fucking point so now you're like you, you you get the satisfaction of stunting for a year or two now after a year or two that car is worth $40,000 $40,000 trade-in, but you owe fifty dollars on top of that. You owe $90,000 after a year or two. Trade-in value went from, actually, MSRP is seventy. dollars moment you drive it off the lot, sixty. dollars You can literally drive it off the lot, turn around, sixty. dollars So now you have a ninety dollars to $85,000 balance on your dark horse, and let's say Ford comes out with a Cobra. And that markup is going to be ridiculous. And it's going to be a heavy car. Like, I'm semi-excited if a Cobra does come out. Because I go, manual. But then I go, it's going to be 4,100 pounds. What, how can you get excited over a 4,100 pound, 800 horsepower, which is 700 something wheel. So that I had in my car, 795 in my white car. And I wasn't that impressed. It was quick. It felt nice. But it didn't make me go, oh, this is incredible. It was 795 rear-wheel horsepower in my white car with an ESS G3X. 37-something hundred pounds. Like low 38, high 37. How do you think that car feels in comparison to an up-and-coming Cobra that makes about 750 wheel but weighs 300 more pounds? You got to look at it that way. Stop going 850 horsepower at the flywheel. At the wheel, take 100 out. So a 750-wheel car at 4,100 pounds, what do you think feels better? That at 4,100 pounds or that at 3,500 pounds? Or that at 3,000 pounds in a Fox? Or that at 3,200, 3,300 pounds in an SN or a similar GT from previous generations? Stop. I am, And then how much is it going to cost? 150? MSRP of 125? Then the markup of a hundred. Are you gonna see two hundred and twenty thousand dollar Cobras if it does come out? 
malaise era craziness. Will people buy it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not me. It has now become a... The society we have now, the middle class is gone. Middle class is gone. You're either a Fox body guy or a Shelby guy. The, the guy that's able to afford a GT premium for fifty-five dollars to $60,000 is slowly disappearing. So imagine you work really hard as a millwright, a welder, whatever, and you make eighty-five dollars to $90,000 and you have a family. Let's say you have a family because that matters. You can't go out there and buy a $65,000 GT premium because you got to feed your kid, pay the mortgage, and make sure the wife can go to Target and the, and the, and the car doesn't freaking, you know, say there's not enough funds in, in the account. So the middle class is absolutely disappearing and Ford doesn't care. They're like, we're the last ones here. We're the last ones left. We're going to sell you $150,000 Mustangs, not Vipers, not supercars, not ZR anything or ZO anything. A Mustang for a hundred something thousand. And then the dealer piece of crap mother effers are going to take it and jack up the price. And you and I lose. But they'll get 750 horsepower on pump gas. Who Yes, yes, but just like they said 500 rear-wheel horsepower. I'm sorry, they never said 500 rear-wheel horsepower. I correct myself. They said the Dark Horse is going to have the highest horsepower Coyote ever. That's what they told you. I can go back and look at the uh, press releases. The highest Coyote, because the Voodoo made more power. The Voodoo made like 470 wheel, which is like 530 at the crank the highest horsepower coyote ever then people shove it on a dyno and it makes the exact same horsepower as the previous generation so what does it tell you the previous generation had 480 and the previous before that which is like i think there's a gen 3 then then a gen 3 and a half which is 21 to 23 460 480 500 and the new GTs do not show any more horsepower than the previous generations. Are they lying to you? Is Ford telling you bull 500 and none of them are making 500? Okay, now we have heard of crazier things happening, like lawsuits. If you trusted Ford all the way and said, 500, I'm buying it, brother. I'm in, I'm in. I want to be in on that on that on that train. And they did not deliver what they said they were going to deliver. Could they have a possible lawsuit in their hands? Hey, um Ford 404 wheel through an uh, through an auto 425 through a manual. That's what stock Gen 3 2018 to 2020s were making. I paid premium dough under the thought process or under the guise that I was going to have the most powerful coyote ever built to offset the weight. Does 20 horsepower offset 200 pounds? No. Does 20 horsepower offset 150 pounds? No. Meaning if you have a 4,100 pound car that makes 500 wheel, I'm sorry, 500, and you have a 3,900 pound car that makes 480 to the, to the flywheel, my money is on the one that's lighter. So Ford really, really shot themselves in the foot here. But Alex, for $90, you can get yourself into a 140-horsepower Bucephalus. Uh, I mean, he's trying to make a 
Okay, the jokes need to be in sentence. If they're if they're a paragraph, I'm done. Dealership markups on cool cars will ultimately kill all of them. Cool cars rarely make returns on the grand scheme. Automakers are dying to kill, are dying to kill them just to pump out the crossovers and SUVs. A world full of NPCs that are focused on group grouped cars and they'll never own or have any interest in. Forgive the mallets, they don't have a dyno at Ford HQ. You know what? I am blown away that I used to think, and maybe you guys do too. They test this. Yeah, they test this. They go to the quarter mile strip and test it. Ford, do you actually test your vehicles? Or do you just put it on an engine stand, it pumps out a certain horsepower number, you put it in the chassis, you put a drift stick in it, you put a couple of things in it, a couple of doohickeys, a couple of gimmicky things. Then you drive, you have your guys driving around with camo all over Detroit to get the buzz around, to get the, you know, I guarantee there are some guys that go, hey, I'm going to be driving the new dark horse at McDonald's at 10 a.m. I'm going to get myself a McGriddle and a coffee. Just be there, and I'm going to just drive around the block and take pictures of the bitch. Okay. Oh, look at the dark horse. Oh, look at the tips. Look at the tires. Look at the, oh, what do we think it is? What's this? What's that? Huh, huh, huh? Why don't you ever see footage of a dark horse or let's say a GT350 at a drag strip during testing. What about the Nurburg ring? Oh yeah, I'm really going to enjoy uh, that process because I'm going to drive my car from my house to work, Dunkin' Donuts in between. Like I will never drive this car like they drive it in the Nurburg ring. But anyway, Ford, in my opinion, done test this. You could say they test it Alex, come on. They got to have all this R&D. They have a huge uh, Detroit Ford uh, 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 track where they... You're telling me Ford never put a blower on a Predator? Sorry, sorry. Voodoo. Ford never put a blower on a Voodoo. Why do I say that? I, I went to SEMA. I talked to the engineer involved with it. I go, tell us about the GT350. What would happen with about, I don't know, 10 PSI? Oh, you definitely don't want to do that. Oh, we don't? No. Crank will fly right off the son of a bitch. Oh, really? Shit, okay. Yes, sir, engineer, sir. Someone puts a blower on it. 10 PSI. Makes 800 horsepower on the 85. Crank's still in it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. 10 PSI through a Whipple. 20 degrees of timing. E85, ID1000, 800 horsepower to the wheel. Not the flywheel. To the tires. That motherfucker never put... A, a, a blower on a voodoo. Sorry. That make no sense. So in my opinion, Ford doesn't test nothing. They don't have a dyno. They, don't have, they are not enthusiasts. They are bean counters. So they count the beans. They go, well, let's get a bunch of Zoomers that don't have a job and millennials that still live with their parents in a boardroom and talk talk to them. Hi, millennial. Mom, how you doing? Hi, Zoomer. Brr. You're... For real, for real. What do you think the new Mustang should have? 
Oh, bro. You know what would be so sick, bro? Like, you know, you ever saw Fast and Furious with Dominic Toretto and them? And they went to Brazil and they went and stole a safe. But the safe was not really the safe. They actually had, like, another... Anyway. And they, like, pull on this thing. And it just locked the rear wheels. Bro, I'd be so stoked if that happened on the new Mustang. For real, for real. Uh, How about you, millennial? Well, my face is buried on my phone all the time. And I hate the sun because I'm pasty as fuck. My my sleeves are loose as hell on my shirt. So I don't really want to struggle to, you know, reach for anything. How about make a... Two massive Samsung laptops on the dash that I can just fiddle with. That sounds like a great idea. Make it. Meanwhile, every other 90% of guys that mess with Mustangs race them in one way or another, whether it be circle, well, not circle track, whether it be uh, tracks, track days, drag race, or street race. And I would say 70% of them tune them. Never never did they have any of those guys in a room talking about what should happen. Who should Ford have in focus groups on Mustangs? People who modify Mustangs. Because that's 70% of your customers. No, Ford has enthusiasts that fight tooth and nail to get these cars out. Been there, seen it, worked it. Um, I think those engineers are paid to say bullshit when it comes to the aftermarket parts, or they're just dumb. Hey, Alex, haven't been able to been out for a while. Glad to be back. Didn't know you were gone. Too many staying modes at Ford. Okay, I feel for staying mode. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not being trying to be funny. Seems like a nice guy, okay? He's stuck. He's absolutely stuck. He has made his bed with the Ford brand. He's going to ride or die with Ford. Don't be surprised if there's a Mach-E GT on his channel one day. Because Ford says, hey, um, I really think you should showcase the Mach-E on your channel. Um, I don't... Why? Well, I mean, you, you did showcase the GT500, the GT... You have a new Mustang that we hooked you up on. Like, no markup, probably. I'm, who knows? I have no inside knowledge on that. You, we really need to push this Mach-E GT because we got to push this electric stuff. It would be a shame if we had to, let's just say, cut off access to what we got going on. And I'm telling you, and this is every influencer that's under the Ford umbrella. If you and then they show you like a little piece of paper of what they got coming up, like a tracer. Actually, where where's I need a sharpie. Look, you really don't wanna. You you really should showcase a. Um, you really should showcase a Mach E GT on your channel. Why is that? <laughs> this is what we got cooking at Ford. Oh, hold on. What are you drawing there? The next up-and-coming project at Ford. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm just going to give a sneak peek. Right there. Right there. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's top secret. I'm just showing you 
<laughs> it's a silhouette. So, okay, that's enough. I can't show, I can't show you no more. So you're going to have to play ball with us on your channel. And you're like, that kind of looks like a dick to me. <laughs> well, it might look like a dick, but it's the new, you know, whatever the fuck we got cooking. People like that are stuck. People like that are, are they make their living on the channel. They make their living on whatever Ford provides them. Like this should be the new logo for the Dark Horse. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, hey, you better post the Mach-E GT on your shit because this is what we got coming up next. The balls are kind of hairy. Dark Horse Mach-E coming soon to staying mode near you. Mushrooms. <laughs> Clout moves on fast. People need to remember that. Remember when Mach 1s had five-figure dealer markups? Leftover base cards are sitting in lots just over MSRP. Dodgers out selling the Mustang with a 10-year-old car with no competition. They took the cheap way out. Having worked there as an engineer, though, I do share many of the same sentiments and criticism. Thank you. The Mach-E, the new Cobra emblem, new steering wheel from AMR. The new auto shifter is crazy. Introducing the 2025 Mustang silhouette. Bro, and, those ch and, and this is the good thing about me not being under any manufacturer's umbrella. I can criticize them. Like, someone like, okay, I'm not going to say him specifically, but anybody that gets the kiss of Ford and he gets the access and has the the press the press um, uh, credentials, oh, you're going to be able to go to the new reveal. Oh, awesome. We're going to make a mode just for your car. Oh, great. They cut off access. Fuck you. And now your channel that was under that umbrella, built by that brand, can go, boop, you're, you're no good to us anymore. You, you are not towing the company line. Okay, cool. Um, White Lightning, right? The new member logo, right? Dick Horse Neem. <laughs> yes, Raymond, uh, hit, hit live on your ship. Do me a favor, hit live on your ship. I already talked about it. Um, I think YouTubers are going to run out of cars fast. Nothing but been done that shit left. No, no, Fast Rider. There are many things that have not been done that YouTubers can do. But it takes know-how. It takes creativity. It takes a monetary investment. I can't buy a Voodoo motor or a Gen 3 Coyote motor, carb blower swap it. Someone did carburetor swap a Coyote. It's been done. It's been done many times. It's just someone posted it on social media and it became a thing. But that cost the Coyote motor cash, Everything else, unless you affirm everything, put everything on a card, and then you got to build it. You got to actually build it. Get your hands dirty and build it. Whereas a lot of these channels finance the vehicle, take it to a shop to put a blower in, Lund Tuning, Lund Tuning, uh, Lund Racing uh, tunes it, and clout, 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 and hopefully the car runs a number when they have to actually get down and dirty. There are people still going after stock block records for Fox Bodies. Which blows my mind. I thought every stock block has been grenaded. Like, how can you verify it's a stock block? Like, oh, stock bottom end. Where the hell is there any 87 to 93 stock bottom ends anymore? Zero. Give it three years and we'll be back to freestyles and Tauruses 
Taurus X is just plain garbage. After after Marcus Smith for the Dark Horse, not only can you drive it, you can ride it. Need to buy stickers with the word dick on them. Cover the word dark on the badge. Oh, my Lord. What the hell did he just say? Did you have a seizure in the middle of that? Need to buy stickers with the word dick on them. Size to cover the word dark on all badging and window sticker and dealer lots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell was that? Creativity is what Ford had when they made that silhouette. There's still things they can do. There isn't much F-Body and Coyote SN95 content out there. We're going to see the grassroots stop. What happens when tuning becomes a crime? We go away, right? Like, I don't think it become a crime because it's an industry that's too powerful. The thing is what they'll do if they do if they if they make any moves against tuning would be um to severely um limit what you can adjust. Like, okay. What is emissions stuff? Like a lot of you guys go, "Alex, I want you to give me a burble tune." That's an emissions thing. What do you mean? Well, you're manipulating the fueling and spark so that when you let off, this thing gurgles and pops and bangs and does a whole bunch of dumb shit. That's messing with the emissions of the car. Oh, yeah, can't do that. Can you do it and offer it to customers? Sure. Would someone that's trying to stay in business long term do that? No, it'd be really stupid if they did that. Like insanely stupid if they did that. How about Alex? What about um, um, flame tunes? Same thing. Alex, I'm going to install a Cobra Jet and I'm going to delete the EVAP. Can you kill the code? No. It's, a, it's an emissions code. Okay, okay. I'm going to install off-road X-pipe headers and I'm only going to race the car. Does it have a VIN number? Yes. Can't do anything. The light will persist. You can go and race it. It will perform awesome. It will not lose performance. But you'll have a light. So it won't become illegal per se, but I think it'll severely limit what you can do. And we'll stay in business as long as we can make money. Like every tuner out there is going to stay as long as he can, you know, pay his rent. The moment he can't, then he might move over to standalone tuning because tuners that start creating their own thing like a like let's say you have a programmer right and he starts making his own box and that box can be plugged into the obd2 port and by flipping a couple of switches you can manipulate certain things through the can bus unless you took that part ran it through sema ran it through epa certified testing that's a tampering device just how it is it's already a crime i haven't seen those videos of shops getting shut down by the epa see the shops you guys see get hit up by the epa are shops that delete diesel particulate filters and you know what happens when you take off a diesel particulate filter the truck doesn't run so now you on purpose have to go into the calibration and remove the hardware from the tuning to make that truck run so you have literally bypassed emissions components to get the truck to run. So the EPA it says this one's easy. Truck with a DPF runs. Without a DPF, it doesn't run. If it runs without a DPF and you tuned it, you tampered. 
So, my issue is the new GT has two carbon traps in the cold air. If you remove the carbon trap, kick to coat, I don't care. Does it fuel properly? And does it run and make more power? Then scot-free, things are good. But let's say you remove them. After a mile or two or three miles or 10 miles, it kicks a code. Code makes the car go into fail-safe. So on a stock tune, if you removed an, a, a carbon trap and the car fail-safe 10 miles down the road, party's over. How about the dude driving with a bull, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Did someone say Dark Horse get more? Okay, whatever. Alex, you're fucking hilarious. I love you and this shirt is cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Alex, you sent him the black tape. The Microsquirt Speeduino Arduino type tuning will never die. Can you just shut the fuck up? Can you Microsquirt a Coyote? Can you Speeduino a, a Coyote? I'm saying modern Coyote. In a coyote, in a Mustang. No. That's what I'm saying. Just buy a Fox body and swap it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Swaps are the future. And Ford gave you an incentive to swap cars. They made the new Mustang heavier and insanely expensive. Thank you. We're going to go back to old shit. <clears throat> Um, depends on the engine and HD diesel truck. Some of you just put a chip in the right sensor on the stock too. The only thing good about the dark horse is the man pedal. <clears throat> if they ever start selling gas with GPF like they do in Europe, legal tuning is done. Vote Alex 2024, make cars great again. No, don't vote me in. I'm no way. I'm not, I would not be a good president. I'd be pretty awful. I'd be a dictator. I'd jail every fucking Democrat. Every fucking Democrat goes to jail, right to jail. Democrat, right to jail. Fuck you. People wrote books and movies that had stories. So you called who's... Uh, okay. What's well, old is new again, so less horsepower is cool. Exactly. And I've made many videos a year or two ago talking about that. What's old is new. Fox bodies. SNs. Um, coyote swaps. LS swaps. 2J swaps. That's going to... There's going to be a bigger market to swap modern stuff. Now, let's talk about the new the new motor. The new motor is going to be offered as a crate motor, basically. What's the difference? The rods. Don't even stress the two throttle bodies and two cold airs. We all know that's emissions. We all know that did not add power based on what you see out there. They don't add power. So if you, Mustang owner, want to dual throttle body, dual cold air swap your 23 and under Coyote, just know... You're probably investing $2,000 in everything for three horsepower? Bro, stop it. Stop it. Frankosaurus Rex says, I think fail is definitely going to happen. Carb standards are pretty much the law going forward. I wonder if you get a phone call from your dealership if you get the code now. Good example. My Cadillac got a, uh, a service engine light, a, a, a driver assist. I think... Something to do with one of the front sensors that lets you know how far the car in front of you is, the adaptive cruise control, might be faulty. I get a call. That's right. 
get a call on my phone. The Escalade is a 2017. It's a five-year-old vehicle. I get a call on my phone. We've noticed that you have a service light on your vehicle. I went, yes. When can you bring it in? And I'm like, I don't even know what's wrong with it. I could probably fix it. So I'll look into it. But I got a call. So you remove the carbon traps. Throws a check engine light for intake inefficiency codes. Dealer goes, hey, uh, we just got something over the sync system that says shit's fucked up. Bring it in for service. No, 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 no. I'm going to I'm just going to run it like this. Oh, well, if you do that, it's going to void the warranty. Then your car gets flagged. And then anything going forward that happens with that car, they're not going to cover it. <clears throat> um, that's what you'd be great. You're fired. The one good thing about the Malaysia, the real deal muscle cars were everywhere and cheap. Maybe history can repeat itself. Yes. Well, initially, like a 2020 GT350 probably just went up in value or price right now and value. And previous generation, Gen, you know, Gen 3s like the Mach 1 and uh, the GTs are going to go up in value. Could people going to go, these are back on demand. So if you have yourself a good running 10R80 23 GT, you might be able to sell it and not lose money on it. Okay, motors are going to be the new bread and butter. Yesterday's horsepower is not today's horsepower. Me and my me and my best friend or boyfriend, me and my B friend just picked up the perfect car, V6 Mustang. Oh, gotcha. Um, twin carbs and cold airs are about as sensible as a CJ with no cams. Twin carbs. Uh, I'm ready to hear the new clip, Hellcats and Dark Horse. I hate that adaptive cruise control shit. My Durango has it. They track the CEL? Exactly. They called me. I'm like, it says, you know, spam likely. So I just like, boom, whatever. Then I get a, a, a voice. Let me see. Actually, I'll, 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 I'll send you the um, voicemail. Because you guys might think I'm full of shit. You guys might think I lie and I just make things up. No, let me see if I have the voicemail here. There we go. Uh, yep, check it out. Come on. What the F? Alright, this is just from Alejandro Flores. His name is Willie with the Customer Care Center of Ed Morris, Cadillac of Delray. Reaching out in regards to a service notification on the 2017 Cadillac Escalade. You could give us a call back 561 they were notified that my truck threw a service light and called me about it. Just, I just wanted to play you the, the message in case you guys thought I was absolutely lying my ass off. They called them on a six-year-old vehicle. Exactly. This is exactly why I'm not a fan of brand new cars. You can, you're not a fan of brand new cars because you can't afford them. I got an extended warranty in the bitch. I'm not worried about it. Gail Banks did a whole video on tuning DPF. In fact, this is why I say 15 and older, 2010 and older if you don't want the Coyote. Good old phone home, baby. Exactly. Did you see the video of emailed you if Pookie wasn't playing? Yeah, I mean, I've seen all those videos. I love you. Um, I, I got a 2020 GT, 6,700 miles. How much can I sell it for? If they're watching you. A Barry White is your service advisor. That's creepy. Turvy, your credit is the only thing preventing you from getting a new car. The sound clips sound like fake Carol Shelby. Exactly. Too much tech. So I'm driving it, and I see the service engine light. So I went to use the cruise control. Doesn't work. Ah, okay. So the adaptive, whatever. So I'll bring it in. It's got a warranty. That's why I. That's the reason I paid extra money. This thing drives fine. I could drive from here to California and back. Nothing's gonna happen. I don't care. Generally, 
But all these sensors, sure, they'll eventually become a problem. But the fact that he called me and said, you got to bring this thing in. And I'm like, well, I want to make sure it's covered, first of all. First of all, I want to make sure it's covered on my extended warranty. And if it ain't, I'll figure it out. Um, yeah, exactly. Smooth talking, brother. Ja, ja, turkey. Big brother's watching you, bro. They better leave me the. They better leave me alone. Dropping a like says Jason Rivera. Gonna listen while at work. It's only seven twenty-two a.m. in California. By the way, guys, again as always, super chats are always welcome, and becoming a member is the best way to support the channel. Become a member, share, like, all that stuff. Just like the channel, like the stream. Become a member for five bucks a month, or super chat a question. Best way to support the channel. Alex, what's up with the notch when you're slapping it with a one fifty shot? Yesterday, I drove the notch back aggressively to see. Because I've had an issue with the cooling system. So now I have to put one of those overflow cans in it because right now it doesn't have one, so I need one. That thing flies. That that thing straight gets it. So overflow can is going to go in um, soon. And then I'm going to do some drag stuff in Mexico because there's no track here. The thing flies. So if I can get the car comfortably into the 11s on a drag radial, and then eventually a slick. I think that'll be good content. The problem is the videoing. I won't be able to video it from the outside. It'll all be inside because it's just me. So it'll be an interesting way of doing it. But I drove it yesterday aggressively just to see where I sit, where it's at, because it was actually kind of cool outside. I'm telling you, that thing gets it. So I'm going to try to get the overflow can in there real quick and then uh, try to get some content on it pretty soon. I, I don't think I'll be able to do it this weekend. But I'm going to, because I can't do anything with a GT500 until I get it to the track and I break it and, and I get, I got to get on the dyno and all this other stuff. And the ZR1 can go on the dyno too to test the new cold air once it cools down a little bit. Like cools down to me is 80 degrees. It had been 95 and up. It's useless to beat on your cars at 95 something degrees. Um, wait, Durango's have adaptive cruise control like semi trucks? Like it drops speed to keep a distance behind another car? Yeah. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want a Coyote though? Everyone freaking out about Big Brother watching as an iPhone. Right, right. I wouldn't want them tracking me. It knows when you were on Pornhub. It knows when you were on. It knows what girl's picture you liked. It knows everything about you. Stop it. If you have one of these in your pocket and you're speeding, it has GPS. They, it, they could probably go, oh, you went 130 miles an hour in your car. Stop it. Y'all talking to Turvy Credit accepting loans aren't a thing. Exactly. Thank you for the money, Matt. <laughs> it says money. My friend has a 23 LT1. He went on the highway to do a pull, got an alert on his app saying he was speeding. There was a video of a Cadillac at um, um, of a Cadillac drag racing on Star. Uh, there was a Cadillac that was racing at a drag strip and Cadillac. Drag Racing OnStar. Let's see how good OnStar. Yeah, so I guess it's a Hennessy car. Is it a Hennessy car? Let me see. I guess because of the fact that he was racing aggressively, OnStar went, hey, we noticed the G's, G -G G's are a little high. Are you okay? Okay, that thing sounds like shit. Okay, and I think he gets an OnStar call. Let me see. Hennessy Engineering. I love it. He said engineering. Okay, right here. Boop. So, this guy was racing 
his Hennessy somewhere. And after the poll was done, OnStar called him. So, you go drag race your car, it runs a number, Cadillac goes, um, bro, you good? Why? We we were notified that your vehicle experienced a, a high G impact, whether it be, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. So, if you go racing your GT500 and runs 890, Ford goes... We have that on record. Understand this, guys. You are being watched all the time. You like tech. You like the fact that your car has two tablets. You like the sync system. You like being able to pair to your phone. You like all those conveniences. Everyone has access to what you've done in that car. Well, on November 1st, you went 150 miles an hour in the quarter mile. It looks like in a, in a span of 1,500 feet, you went from zero, launched the car, experienced one and a half Gs, and then heavily braked the car about 2,000 feet later. Can you tell us what that's all about? That's well past the design specifications. Bro, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. If you don't think... Oh, forget it, Admiral. <clears throat> Man, Turvey's relentless. Insatiable was retardation. What's he saying? Thank you, Kersey, for the, uh, supporting the channel. So what did Turvey finally say? <laughs> Bryson, there's a difference between a brand new car and a nice car. A 24 Dark Horse Premium is still going to have duck foreskin for upholstery no matter how much you spend. Okay, and then what else did he say? Bryson, I don't care for the cost of the year or model. Silhouette is all I'm looking for. Is this like new broke guy logic? Silhouette? So you just want to get a shadow of something? <laughs> you don't have to actually buy it. I can just send you a silhouette of something. This is the beginning of Dystopian Future. We'll have the, them geolocking performance to tracks. Dang, that's insane. Yes, watch and listen to a crap ton 2010 is the bastard child okay whatever um hate to see my tracking alex gonna do a 2001 gen 2 coyote so i built 3650 for my son keep gen 2 cams or one for tunability depends on what year the the engine is and what generation computer you're using if it's a gen 2 coyote swap use a gen 2 computer if you're going to use a gen 1 computer swap all the cam stuff over to gen 1 sure when the new GTR came out in Japan well over 10 years ago, they used GPS to limit to 111 miles an hour and the limiter would only deactivate at the track. Tech doing crazy shit in the cars isn't anything new. Dang, so Ford knows when I did the dash. <laughs> Do the dash. You made the coochie leap. I, I didn't, I know he, okay, oh, I don't care. Alex, I wrecked my, when I wrecked my 350, since it was Bluetooth to my phone, it automatically dialed 911. To be fair, it was actually usually one of the middle... This was, to be fair, this was actually usually, uh, wow. 
Nestor, I'm just going to read exactly how you wrote it. When I wrecked my GT350, since it was Bluetooth, to my phone, it automatically dialed 911. To be fair, this was actually, usually, I was on the middle of, did you just have a stroke during, <laughs> did you just have a stroke typing that? To be fair, this was actually, usually, the thing. 100 million billion trillion. <laughs> it's like Joe Biden when he goes, when he talks numbers. Well, we have spent, we have invested, we have given La, Maui $700. I mean, come on, that's great. Meanwhile, Ukraine has gotten 1 trillion billion zillion 4,500 million thousand 567 trillion zillion dollars. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck did I just... I am reading it exactly how he wrote it. Wasn't that a minivan? All right, show us the credit scores right now. He is talking about your drawing. Got it. Alex, he's talking about the Oldsmobile silhouette. <laughs> Survey wants the mushroom silhouette. I had the 2020 GT. Thank God. Ford hadn't said anything on my app rather than scheduled old change, but I'm sure that they know I don't have anything Ford app on my phone my 19 gt was a base model meaning it had no sync 3 or whatever the hell it was base base and i love it i understand i understand the cadillac and other vehicles are are, are super convenient so so the technology is there to help you that's why i got the cadillac i am not racing that now the v if i get a cts v3 or a black wing i gotta know that if i beat the shit out of this car it's gonna. I'm self snitching back to Cadillac. Nestor, just McConnell in real time. Um, actually, usually factually, correctly, ethically, V to V. So it's been over a year since I've been paying to be a part of this shit show. Thank you, appreciate that, uh, Admiral Peck. Nestor pulled Mitch McConnell. Ansar is the new. It is on the way, Nestor. Exactly. Hey, uh, you might want to hit that big Ansar button right now because you might be suffering from a stroke. On a Gen three R swap, I'm getting. P O three three O three two A three three A three two five codes for knock. Do you think something is touching the frame or something else? Now, guys, today I'm gonna show you something unreal. So I'm gonna go on Google. I'm gonna go P O what is it? P O three two A. P O three two PO32A. There we go. Cool. Great. So if you type in on Google PO32A, knock sensor three circuit bank one. They're not plugged in. You, your knock sensors are not plugged in. The harness that extends from the knock sensors is not plugged into the main harness. It's a circuit code. There's an issue with the circuit. Could you imagine having the all the world's information at the tip of your at the at the at the palm of your hands, you have a way of Curing cancer, building things. You have the world encyclopedia right here. Can't figure it out. 
Can't figure it out. I pulled the intake. They're all plugged in. No, they're not. Circuit code. They're not. Sorry. They're not. It's a circuit code. Ah, oh, bro. Unreal. Unreal. 14 months of an absolute abuse every time I chime in. Unfortunately, I got 22 Bronco. Why? We talked about the... Build quality is disappointing. Really? Like, we talked about this forever. I can't believe you don't... Like, how can you be a member? A Dark Horse member, by the way. But you have a Dark Horse logo next to your name. And I told you the Bronco was going to be a freaking dud. And you bought it anyway. I have several dealer recalls. I'm sorry, I have several call recalls, but the dealerships are backed up and can't get them fixed. You know, you guys deserve that. I feel no shame. I feel no shame of telling you, you deserve to have a miserable experience if you go against something what this channel talks about. Again, guys, I have like crazy inside baseball knowledge of what is happening at Ford. And you bought a Bronco built during COVID, slapped on, gotten out of the door because once Ford gets it out of the door, they don't care. They don't give a shit. How many people, let's say 40 Broncos out of 300 have an interior tear? And you go, hmm, I could do a recall or I'll fix it myself. Out of those 40, I guarantee 30 will say, eh, I'll cover it. I'll glue it back together. I really don't want to be inconvenienced by taking my truck to the dealership, being out of a vehicle for potentially weeks on end until they get the parts in, than, than to just fix it myself. Ford has metrics banking on that. Ford goes, out of out of a, a hundred people that experienced recalls, 60 went, 40 did not. Is that variable enough to push build quality, lacking build quality trucks out the door? Yes. They are banking on the fact that the truck has to go back to the dealership. And then guess what happens when it goes back to the dealership? We noticed your tie rods are a little jacked up. Hey, um, we also noticed you're due for a tire rotation. Pull the tires. You need brake pads, bro. I do? Yeah. You need brake pads. Oh, because half of you stop at the last minute. And then when they're in, they're like, you want to get the upgraded pads. By the way, we're underneath here. We can undercoat the motherfucker. And if you want... Become a service member, which is like a $200 add-on, and we will ceramic coat it. And you think, ceramic coating? Oh my God, that's going to protect the paint. And you think ceramic coating is put on with a sponge, you know? And then you go, yeah, ceramic coat it, do the brakes, and fix the tie rod. And the ceramic coating is Meguiar's Quick Detailer Spray. $250. Stupid. Stupid ass motherfucker. the fuck I wear? Where are you? Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, dumbass. They have metrics on all that shit. Do you guys don't know how it works? Like, do you not know how that works? How dealerships, how build quality, 
They're banking on the fact. They're banking on the fact that it's got to go back to the dealership to help the dealerships. Exactly, Chris Romero. Let me repeat the story. I had a Hyundai Genesis R-Spec. Free oil changes for a year. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my money's worth. Cause I drove to um New Smyrna Beach and back every week. So bam, three thousand miles came earlier than I thought. Okay, cool. Let's go to Hyundai and let's go to the dealership and get an oil change. Go to Hyundai, sit there with my laptop, and I'm tuning on a Wednesday morning. Bam, bam, bam. I got their Wi-Fi. And he goes, Sir. <laughs> You need a new cabin filter. I go, I do? He goes, yep, look at how dirty it is. And he showed it to me. He put it in my face. And I'm laughing. I'm like, I know the game. Oh, here you go. I go, okay, um, yeah, replace it. How much is it? He goes, well, the filter's 38 bucks. And I'm like, that's a little pricey, but okay, cool. Go ahead and uh, get, get, you know, get it in there. He goes, we're going to have to charge you labor to put it in. I go, excuse me? Yeah, we're going to have to charge you labor to put it in. 15 minutes of labor, which is like 28 bucks. I'm like, okay. Let me ask you a question. You took it out, didn't you? Yes. So if I say no to the filter, you have to put it back in, don't you? He goes, yep. I go, let's make a deal. You sell me the filter at full cost and take the labor off because if I say no... I'm just going to go to advanced, get the filter, and put it in myself for about 22 bucks. You want to charge me labor on a part that you removed? Well, it's part of our comprehensive 60-point blah, blah, blah plan. And you know what the funny part about the comprehensive 60-point blah, blah, blah plan? They didn't notice that cords were showing on the right rear tire because the alignment was off. It's a freaking gimmick. Build quality doesn't have to be 100% from Ford. They're banking on the fact that it's not going to be great. They're banking on the fact that you go back to the dealership or you, you're you one of the, 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 let's say, 20% of people that would fix it yourself. So the insane high quality control is not there. And let's be honest, who's building these trucks? UAW lazy fucking bums. That's right. The UAW, lazy ass sons of bitches that have a machine that takes the windshield and puts it on for them. And they go, oh, this is bullshit. We're going to strike. We need more money. Fuck you. Bum ass pieces of shit. Fuck they going to say. Alex, stop them inside baseball and how Ford dealerships operate. <laughs> Bro. Bullshit recalls get you into the shop. So I know the Cadillac has an issue with a sensor. So what am I going to do? I'm going to run the codes myself because I know this stuff. I'm going to say, which sensor? I'm going to Google. Which sensor tends to fail? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Buy it from Jake. Jake has dealer hookups. Boom. Put it in. Sasso. I'll find someone with like a Chevy IDS tool or something and clear the bitch and be done with it. Fuck out of here. I refused an interior treatment. They didn't charge me. Then the salesman says, hey, they already applied it. So I got it for free. 
Ford said, I need a break, so I did it myself. Thanks for the heads up. Hyundai dealerships are the scummiest of them all. I mean, there's mostly Puerto Ricans in them. Um, I, was, I was simply asking, what do you consider to... Okay, okay. I wasn't even the filter from your car, but right. I'm like, you're going to charge me labor to put a filter in after you took it out to show me how bad it was? Bro, you psycho. You're fucking psycho. Legally, you're supposed to pull the suspension box back within three to five pulls on the frame machine. And so, whatever. So many recalls on everything. Thanks, UAW. Right. UAW. Built in America. Oh, you see what that is. And then the fucking president is like, y'all, y'all millionaires and billionaires, you better give us 42% raises. Now nah, I'm going to take this contract and put it right in the trash. I hope they go on strike. You got to rip the Band-Aid off, Ford. Ford. Chevy. Stellantis. You have to rip the Band-Aid off and get off of the UAW bullshit. That will... You're, right now, you're slow bleeding. You're slow bleeding, bro. You are you are slowly being bled dry by the UAW and they're slowly just taking more and more and, you know, they're actually causing the dealerships to... I'm sorry, the uh, manufacturers to fail. What would happen if all automobile manufacturers were right-to-work companies. Is there a company out there right now that is right-to-work, dominating? Yeah, Tesla. Motherfuckers want to go to work. Motherfuckers show up to work. They they know union. You're not doing your job. You're not putting on that battery pack fast enough. You're fucking fired next. But you got a job at sixty or seventy thousand dollars. I don't even know what they pay. Let me let me see. Let me let me see. What do Tesla um, employees make? Okay, on average, a Tesla hourly range goes from thirteen to thirty six per hour for EMC engineer. The average Tesla salary ranges from approximately forty one nine fifty two. Per year for owner to hundred and seventy-two thousand six hundred and twenty-three for director of engineering. So you can have a forty to fifty thousand dollar year job base, or as low as thirteen bucks, but I'm sure you're like putting lug nuts. You're not you're not like doing hardcore work at fourteen bucks an hour. The average Tesla salary, top to bottom, is a hundred and eight thousand a year. Tesla salaries range from $75,000 a year to the bottom 10th percentile to $154,000 to the top 90th percentile. Tesla pays $51.94 an hour on average. Let's go to uh, United Auto Workers. What do UAW workers, UAW, UAW workers make? About 18 an hour at the bottom. Let me see. UAWs get paid. Um, these are presidents. Uh, how much does a UAW pay in Detroit? The top rate Detroit automaker is 3232. <laughs> Yo, go to work at Tesla. The plant workers on Sunday ratified an agreement to increase the wages uh, to a production operator, which started 20 and go to 21 after six months or a thousand hours of work. Um, I guarantee those guys don't do any hard work. I guarantee like the 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 door, like no one actually puts a door on. I want to see 
Um, Ford Assembly Workers Model T. Uh, let's go to YouTube. Let me go. <laughs> let me go to YouTube. Um, Ford Model uh, Model Model T Assembly Assembly Line. Uh, let me see if they have like. There we go. I'm going to turn off the sound. Oh, my God. I just want to see, like, raw footage. There we go. Henry Ford wondered how he could bring <laughs> the price of the Model T down to where everybody could buy it. That's right. Oh, jeez. He figured that the more cars he made and sold, the cheaper. Okay, so here we go. We got, guys, uh, what is this? This is, this is, tur this is Turvey checking the tolerance on the, on the gear ratio, on the gears. Manual labor? Look, they're bent down. UAW would sue right here. I'm sorry, we're going to have to bring this up. What? You see this guy's back? Yeah. It's a little curved. And that, over time, will cause back pain. This guy's back is curved. This guy's back is curved. This guy's back is curved. We need a machine to keep that. We need an exoskeleton to do the work for him. He just guides it. Get after it. Yeah, put the bolt on. Yeah, get to work, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's the assembly line. Let's go and do this and that. Bam, bada, bing, bada, boom. Yeah, exa exactly. Those days of innovation are over. Now these guys sit there. They have 16 breaks. They have, you know, smoke breaks. Fuck out of here. It's shit, shit. And then they wonder why, they, why, they, why the um, manufacturers can't make any money. UAWs are reciting their life insurance policy right now. People are so lazy nowadays. Toyota's plants here in the U.S. aren't union plants, and those cars are better put together and sell better than the big three. Thank you. Toyota, Tesla, people that do not have union stuff. 28 bucks an hour for a 45-hour work week is definitely workable. Can someone send UAW to Rivian? Right. Uh, Tacoma, Forerunner next. They're built in America just as much as the big three. Push start, hits gas, makes coochie fart. Morning, guys. Um, UAW jelly of the train conductors hire non-union workers and let them strike. That's what I'm saying. Scab, you know, scabs will be like, oh, y'all don't want to work? Y'all going on strike? And there's a bunch of us that are looking to eat? Yeah, cool. I'll get in there. Who gives a shit? My grandfather retired from UAW. He literally drank beer every day in the parking lot with all the co-workers. Back in my day, those were real men back in the day. UAW workers look like Matt Damon from Elysium now. Again, guys, if you don't know Matt Damon, Matt Damon from Elysium and, um, and, and the exoskeleton, exoskeleton, I can't even, I can't, I, <laughs> I can't type, I'm typing like Nestor Berrios, exoskeleton, there we go, images, yeah, this is how like UAW guys are now, this is a UAW guy heading to work on a Monday, Yep, gonna go put on windshields. This is bullshit. They're actually making me lift it. No. The, <laughs> the exoskeleton is lifting it. <laughs> UAW workers putting on car doors. <laughs> yep, introducing the exoskeleton. Oh, my Lord. I'm telling you guys, Ford, Chevy, and uh, Dodge, you guys are screwed if you don't get these guys out of your shit. Wages, including overtime and lump sum bonuses for Ford's UAW represented hourly workers would increase from 78000 on average 
to 92,000 in the first year of the contract. You should only do 10 tunes a day. You might get arthritis. The wages would be sufficient if inflation wasn't so bad. Kids making 60,000 plus for living check to check in apartments while doing everything right. I get that. That ain't that ain't Ford's fault to fix. That isn't Ford's fault to fix. That isn't Dodge's fault to fix or Chevy's fault to fix. That's the government's fault to fix. And you voted this government in. You didn't want orange man. You didn't want bad tweets. $4 a gallon gas, $2,800 rent, $60,000 is minimum wage now. Not Ford's problem. My Model 3 isn't perfect, but it's much more put to, well put together than my 350. I'm making 22 an hour and flagging nine hours more a day. Um, there's a video of the SC60 on Jack showing the suspension and the guy's doing the review and the tie rod was loose. I saw that and they laughed about it. The Savage Geese video. Let's go to Savage Geese. We'll end the video there. Been a good show. Savage. Savage Geese. So they have the uh, GT Mustang on the dyne, uh, on, on the lift. And they're, and they're talking about it. Uh, let's see. Mechanical impressions, mechanical. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Maximum highlights. Let me see. I'll show you what I'm doing so you guys can play along. Okay, so come on, come on, come on, move over. There we go. Okay, so where is it? No, no. Right here. Right here. This is a brand new 24 GT. On a lift, they're going to talk about the suspension, the dampening, and the tie rod was loose. Is the MR damper strategy. If you option in the optional magnetic oh, that's ride cool. dampers. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody forgot to uh, tighten that uh, tie rod. And it was marked as if it was tightened. Guys, this is Ford in a nutshell. <laughs> Somebody forgot to uh, tighten that. Oh, that's, cool. that's cool. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a sound clip. Optional magnetic oh, that's, cool. that's cool. Somebody <laughs> forgot to uh, tighten that. Uh... And you see these marks? These marks are usually for when you assemble something and you say, you know, you mark it to see if it moved. Oh, that bitch moved. Again, this guy would have driven it around and not would have. He would have been like, hey, it's all good. And about 5,000 miles later, the car is drifting to the right. The inner part of the tire is, uh, is wearing weird. And then they go, oh, sir, you need new tires. I do. What do you mean? I only have 5,000 miles on my car. Well, you know what happened? The tire rod looks like it got loose. But luckily for you, we have tires in stock. Fucking stupid. I'm making 32 an hour as an insurance agent, no college, and I was making 20 an hour for Amazon on the weekends for like five hours a day. Money is out there. Tony's doing really good. You can't include overtime in anyone's pay. That's work you get. But oh, stop, 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 stop. I've been out. Okay, okay, okay. 10 or 80, Roush Blower, 17750. What do you recommend? 750 wheel? Roush Blower? Sell the Roush Blower. Put an ESS or a Whipple on it. You're welcome. Both sides were loose. Let's just stop pocket watching because everyone's situation is different and inflation is real. Your vote matters. How do you think it got there? How do you think inflation got there? First day in office, Biden kills the pipeline. First day in office, he kills the pipeline. First day in office, he takes away any kind of new fracking on federal land. 
So immediately, the lifeblood, oil, and natural gas were stomped down. How the fuck do you think shit got so expensive? Because your vote matters. Keep voting dumb motherfuckers in there. Don't complain about gas prices. Don't complain anything. Fossil fuels run the fucking world. And if you cap the exploration of what fuels... Imagine you just keep bleeding out. I don't need this blood. Fuck this blood. I got too much blood. Uh, Oh, man, I'm a little dizzy. Let me... I, I need more blood. No, 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 no. Keep bleeding out. Fuck it. Uh, but I'm dizzy and I can't... I'm losing weight. I don't feel good. That's the economy. You're not allowing exploration for fossil fuels. We don't... We're not an exporter. Keep voting Democrat, you dumb sons of bitches. Keep voting it. And then you go, why is rent so high? Why is gas so high? I don't understand. You don't understand. Oh, it's fucking simple. Uh, pretty too much money. Uh, anyone ever mess with cybersecurity? Uh, 25 an hour is supporting a family in 2023 unless your wife makes the same. Okay, uh, let's do this. If you're making, if you have a kid and you only make 25 an hour, you fuck something up. If you make 25 an hour, don't have a fucking kid. Bro, 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 bro. I don't know. I'll be wrong. I know what to see. I know what... Okay. I don't care. I'll be wrong. I know what I see. And oh, yeah. And I don't see it, right? Like, I don't see it. Like, like... Simple. What happened four years of Trump? Forget the Republican and Democrat. He allowed fracking. He allowed oil expansion. Oil, 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 oil. We became energy independent. Shit was good till COVID. Biden comes in. Fucks oil up. Fucks natural gas up. Takes away pipelines. Takes away shit. Shit gets fucked up. It ain't that fucking hard to figure out. Um, Oil and gas, uh, we out here. There you go, Clave Nueva. Mind-blowing how many people still vote Democrat. The level of stupid in this country is insane. I know what I see out there, and I don't care what's causing it. I just know. Bro, it's simple. The the, the candidate that is pro-fucking-oil gets my vote. Just like that. Anti-global warming bullshit. Get, gets oil drilled and out the bitch and to the people. That's the motherfucker I'm voting for. That's it. Not that hard. It's Sunday morning. Time for that plan B omelet. Uh, like, can you do like a 800th trimester uh, plan B omelet? My goodness. 93 was barely $3 a gallon under Trump. 85 was like half that. Yep. A buck 28. In 20, in 2019. Three years later, I bro, stop it. Still too hard for Dems to figure out, right? McDonald's job need to pay a livable wage so single moms with four kids can raise a family, right? Bro, those jobs are not meant for you to have a livable wage on. Those jobs are meant for you to make some money. And if you are needing a McDonald's job to pay rent, you severely fucked up somewhere in life. Big time. He has a C7 profile pick. Why is he complaining? Sell that C7 and get the money. But at 25 bucks an hour doesn't raise a family. Stop fucking having kids when you make 25 bucks an hour. Condoms are a lot cheaper. Or nothing on her hair. 
Uh, Alex, what do you think about the new 6.8 liter Mustang? I was waiting for it. Like, I was like, he's going to say it today. He's going to say it. I'm not hurting. Just saying what I see around me. Actually, I have more than my Z. Good for you. But saying that 25 bucks an hour doesn't raise a family is like saying an 18-year-old kid can't afford to have a child and a wife working at McDonald's. No fucking shit. Move. Move where there's more money. I moved. I moved to Florida. There's a shitload of money in Palm Beach. Do I pay high rent? Yup. Do I pay high gas? Yup. Do I make a lot of money? Yup. Do I work all the time? Yes. Sorry. If you're making 25 bucks an hour, work 60 hours. Oh, but that's too hard. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, the guys that built the, um, like there were guys moving to the Hoover Dam site to build it, knowing they might die. Right? When the Hoover Dam was being built, guys moved their whole shit there. Meanwhile, there's a guy in Virginia somewhere going, you know, there ain't no money out here. I'm just a, an old soul living in a new world. Shut up. Move. There ain't no money in Virginia. Move. There ain't no money in Kansas. Move. Motherfuckers move their whole life to potentially die at the Hoover Dam. And y'all motherfuckers are like, 25 bucks an hour at McDonald's. It's fucking money, pendejo. Muevete. Stupid ass shit. All right, guys. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me for a little bit. <laughs> Today, we talked about the upcoming Malays era. Yes, that's right. Tesla dropped prices and making sure that they stay ahead of the game in terms of the EV game. UAW is going to potentially strike and rip the Band-Aid off and maybe screw themselves at the same time. We'll see. Again, guys, certified. 24 Mustang. Dud. We'll see what happens when carbon traps start getting removed. We'll see if Tony comes out and it helps, but it's still too fat. It makes no more power than the previous generation. Certified dud. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Tuesday, 8 o'clock, talking shit. Have a great Labor Day tomorrow. Hang out, barbecue, do your thing, hang out. And uh, oh, for those of you that have a job, <laughs> they can afford hot dogs, have fun tomorrow or today. <laughs> All right, guys, see you guys Tuesday. See you later. Bye.